Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations create better working experiences in service of better results. I've been hosting the show since January of 2020, which means about 15 minutes into my tenure, I, like all of you, watch the world of work kind of turn upside down. We have all learned a lot over these past few years, and many changes seem to be here to stay including the reality of hybrid work. And while many organizations are doing hybrid in some form at this point, I'm talking to a lot of teams who wish their companies did it just a little bit better. So let's take a step back today and reflect on some of the things we've learned about what makes hybrid work work better. The first is clear expectations. Setting clear expectations for one's team has always been a leader's job. But if we're honest, back in the day when going to work generally involved putting on pants, a leader could get away with a little bit of blurriness. Like as long as the whole team had a general sense of where a project was headed, that was enough to get started. Because when you hit a roadblock or a point of uncertainty, you would just pop into someone's office or cubicle and ask a clarifying question. Like someone would be working on the client presentation or the inventory plan or the patient care survey, and they were pretty sure they were on the right track but hey, why not just peek over that cubicle wall and get a second opinion from a colleague? We took that old peek over for granted. And what I'm seeing today is that that same someone is working on the pitch or the plan, and they're pretty sure they're on the right track. But there's no one sitting just over a cubicle wall. And that uncertainty, it just doesn't seem to warrant a Slack message or a text or an email. So they just run with it. But sometimes they run in slightly the wrong direction. What we all need to understand about hybrid working is that many conversations, even the casual ones, they take more planning, more prep and initiative and effort than before. And so we just need to work a little bit harder at the front end of a project to ensure that all parties are clear and aligned on the outcome. Here are some simple practices that I've seen hybrid teams implement to ensure this clarity and alignment. First, Leaders should not only strive to be super clear on timelines, budgets, shape, and quality of outcomes, but they should also test their team's understanding. Do not assume that what you said equals what they heard. Ask questions to clarify what they took away. Next, employees or team members should push for specificity when they're not hearing it. Asking even the most fundamental questions like, exactly how many questions can we have in the survey? Or how many options do we want to present to the client? can be really helpful. Next, have key dates, timelines, budgets, and other details posted somewhere centrally in writing so there is little room for misinterpretation. And finally, have a regular cadence of check-ins on the calendar 
to assure alignment at key milestones rather than waiting until a final product has been developed. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until that presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case. Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com, designed for work. Are you a PR professional, journalist, marketer, or writer? Then you know the importance of Associated Press style. And you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP style, and we even talk about the new AP guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code MCMILL, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a $90 discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code MCMILL. Okay, next hybrid concept, how people connect has evolved. Back in that quaint era of the pants and the shoes, connection was kind of synonymous with everyone being in the conference room. Connection was being together, and its opposite was being apart. Today, things feel a little messier, and so many companies are trying to figure out how to do connection in this new world, and the nut seems yet to be cracked. Some companies went with the old everyone in the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and for many that backfired and the message has reverted. Other organizations have relied on video meetings, cameras always on, of course, while others tried mandatory fun team-building events. But so many of these strategies have had mixed results. And while there's a lot more to learn, I do think we have unlocked some intelligence around connection. So here are some bits I'm leaving with clients these days. First, connection, like authentic connection, actually requires energy which means even your most extroverted team members occasionally need a moment to recharge. So don't insist that every meeting be in person or on video. Give people time and space to do some reflecting, to be off camera, to not feel the need to perform all day. And this way, when you do get someone live, you get the best of them. Next, some people love physically being in person. Some hate it. Some find it a hardship. So where you have the power to let them choose, let them choose. And finally, be really intentional about the times when your team is physically together. Rather than, hey, it's Tuesday, so let's all commute. Be thoughtful about bringing people together for a shared interactive learning experience or a rich brainstorm or an opportunity to network with new colleagues or different teams. When people feel purposeful in coming together, it really amplifies the experience. The next hybrid lesson that we've learned is that tools need to serve and not hinder. I remember in the early days of this new world of working, teams were suddenly trying to use every collaborative technology available. I watched teams fumble around with all kinds of shared boards and drives and communication tools, many of which were shiny and fun, but also 
maybe more effort than they were worth. I don't have a point of view on any one tool. I just have a point of view on the power of efficiency and impact. So give your teams access to tools where you can, but also if they can effectively and securely achieve the outcomes more simply without the tools, please don't make them use the tools for show. I have watched this become a real irritant for some teams and the consequences can be pretty dire. The last hybrid lesson is that time zones persist, even in a pandemic. Talk about a nut that needs cracking. No matter how we're working, it seems the earth continues to spin at its own dang pace with no regard for the inconvenience this presents. I work with a number of global companies that are technically global, but also are typically very Western-centric. I've encountered many teams, specifically in the Asia-Pac region of the world, for whom taking meetings well past my personal bedtime is a norm. The companies I've seen be most successful in this hybrid world are the ones who have really mastered the art of asynchronous work, who have gotten unbelievably disciplined around what truly constitutes a live meeting or discussion, letting their global teams do the bulk of the work on their own during very civilized and humane hours. Remember that just because someone is physically now equipped to dial into a meeting at their local midnight doesn't mean that they should. So ask yourself and ask your team if it's global. What are our guiding principles around when and why something needs to be a live discussion? And then let's trust each other outside of those moments to go it alone and sleep with the night sky. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. Tomlin.